Thanks for tuning in to Strap on Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. I'm a successful entrepreneur, award-winning filmmaker, and a guest lecturer at top universities along with Udemy for my course, Startup Essentials. In today's episode, I'm going to give you five tips on being an entrepreneur. During the pandemic, so many people have approached me with business ideas. Um, now they have time, right? Everybody has time. They're at home, whether they're working from home or they're unemployed or they're just taking care of their kids. They're finding themselves with the time they finally craved in the past 20 years to finally create that business, whether it's a mobile app or a physical product, an e-commerce store, a brick and mortar business, which I would say is not a good idea right now because most stores are closing down, not opening up. So if you want to be an entrepreneur when it comes to technology, and I'm going to base this around technology because most businesses today are starting online, not in person because, again, the pandemic. But these five tips go way back. I've been saying these forever. And the first one, if you're going to build an app or a website or anything that is technology-based, learn how to code. Now, I don't mean you have to be like the best programmer in the world. You don't have to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. But you should take some basic HTML, CSS, and JavaScript classes. There's a lot of them for free online. You'll find some on Codecademy and Khan Academy. And there's so many websites and tutorials. Just go on Google and type in HTML, CSS, JavaScript tutorials or free courses. You'll find a bunch of them. Once you get the basics down, you should learn how to build a basic website and how to interact with the database. Now, if you don't want to do this, because it is kind of next level, Maybe just learn how to use WordPress. If you learn how to use WordPress, and I don't mean WordPress.com, I mean installing WordPress on your own host server and then interacting with WordPress that way. There's a lot of templates you can work with. There's a ton of plugins out there, so you can create a lot of functionality without actually building it. But if I were you, and you're going to build an actual platform that people are going to use, not just an e-commerce site, but let's say the next Instagram you should learn how to build a basic website that connects to a database. And this way, you can build what's called an MVP, a minimum viable product. And if you try to get programmers to join your team to make your platform scalable and like much better, more popular, full of features, they'll be impressed that you built an MVP on your own without having any coding knowledge prior. Plus, one of the reasons why I always tell people to learn how to code or to at least build a prototype is so that you can show it to people, right? Once you can show people your prototype, they can give you feedback. And you might even get some early adopters, some beta testers. Friends and family are great, but you want to show it to people you don't know as well because they're going to be truthful. Tip number two on being an entrepreneur, whether it's technology or not, you need to learn how to use social media effectively. And I don't mean posting a picture on Facebook or posting a video on Instagram. I mean, you have to really look at what's trending in the world online. What are the popular Twitter tags? What is newsworthy? What 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 is Google trending right now? And based on what's trending, you can start to base your content around these trending topics on a weekly or monthly basis. This will drive more eyeballs to your offerings. Now, of course, you want to make sure you're not just, you know, picking a trending topic. Like, let's say the trending topic this week is how airlines are doing really well. Well, if your startup has to do with clothing, I mean, I'm not exactly sure how you can tie it in with airlines. But if you can get creative, maybe you can say 
the most comfortable clothing to wear on your next trip, right? So maybe you can figure out a way to do that. That's the smart move, looking at trending topics and then using social media. Now, don't forget choosing the right keywords, choosing the right uh, platforms. Maybe Pinterest is not for you. Maybe it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, maybe TikTok. Maybe it's all about short form videos for you. Maybe your, your medium is very visual, so you need to show it and getting people to make content for you as well. And I probably don't have to say this, you should already know this, but just in case you don't, you should have a blog and you should be posting content on your blog at least once a week regarding these trending topics, tying them into your products. So tip number three ties this all together. You have your website, you have your platform, you have your social media pages and your blog, and now you need something like Google Analytics to start figuring out what's happening on all of these platforms, especially your website. You put a code into your website and you can see who's coming to your website, how long they're staying there, what their demographic is, their age range, their gender, uh, you know, where they were before they came to your website, that kind of thing. Google Analytics are very important because you need data to drive your decisions. If you find that most of the people coming to visit your site are, say, 28 years old, well, you're not going to be advertising to 58-year-old people. You're going to be advertising to the people in their 20s because that's who's coming to your site. Same goes for if people are in their 50s. Well, you're not going to advertise to people in their 20s because that's not who's coming to your site. So you want to kind of stick to your niche market, make it bigger, and then later other people will come, of course. But just stick to your niche market and definitely use data to drive your decisions. It's very important. One of the things I like about Google Analytics or other analytic programs is you can use spreadsheets, right? You can export your information from the analytics programs and you can look at it in spreadsheets and charts. And that's important. You want to see daily growth, weekly growth, monthly growth. Something in the tech world is called DAUs and MAUs. It's daily active users and monthly active users. You can even drill it down to weekly active users. These are the people that are coming to your site or your platform or your app on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, and on a monthly basis, and they keep returning. You want to see that return rate because if you if you have a very low return rate, then why aren't they coming back? Something's wrong. Use your data to figure out why. Tip number four is to network as much as possible. Now, this is an old tip, and this goes back before the pandemic when there were a lot of tech events where you can meet people in person. Things have shifted to online now because it's all about Zoom video meetings and, you know, emailing. And now it's even probably easier because everyone's at home and a lot of investors are at home. A lot of company founders are at home. Everybody's working from home for the most part. And so it's a lot easier to get a hold of them, I think, because the people that I've been talking to recently in the past eight months, it's been a lot easier to get them on the phone, get a Zoom or a Skype video call with them. They answer my emails a lot quicker. I've noticed it's much easier. So now's a good chance for you to form relationships. Now, I'm not saying you should go out there asking investors for money. That's always a bad idea. You do want to ask investors for feedback and suggestions. They love to tell you what they think about your product or your business because they're experienced. So they feel like they can help you in some way without having to give you money. The cool part about this is if you do talk to enough investors about your product and they give you feedback and suggestions, and then of course they're going to ask you questions. When you give them the answers, if the answer, if they like your answers, they might actually say, well, are you looking for money? <laughs> so you might actually get an investor to invest in your business if they like your answers. 
Another great thing about networking online is you can get people to try your platform. So say you're on a Zoom call with someone and they know what your website is or your platform and then you start talking about a certain feature. And then you say to them, well, hey, if you wouldn't mind trying it out, I can show it to you while you're trying it. Well, now that you have them on video, you can see that they're actually downloading your app, installing it and trying it, right? And now you kind of just got a new user. Right. And you can get their feedback live. I mean, there's no better time for this. So definitely start getting feedback from people on video calls. Make a group call. Have it like 10 people and have everybody download your app and try it out and get user feedback live. Offer an Amazon gift card as a prize to the person with the best feedback or um, a prize for a, a random. Just choose someone at random out of the 10 people at the end of each call and they get a $10 Amazon gift card or whatever. And this incentivizes people to actually try your product, but you also get killer feedback. And the fifth tip to being an entrepreneur is that you have to be able to tell a great story in a short amount of time. This is what you would call an elevator pitch, for example. Now, even though you should be bootstrapping your business and not asking investors for money, you still should be able to clearly tell your story in 30 seconds or less. And the kicker is you need to be able to tell a friend, a family, or a complete stranger your idea without them knowing about technology. So you have to kind of explain it as if the person is four years old because you might just go right past them. For example, let's say you have like a biomedical startup and your pitch is like, I'm totally going to make this up. I don't know much about biomedical, so don't hold me to the accuracy. But let's say you invented a new brainstem technology platform, kind of like what Elon Musk is doing. Your pitch would be something like, at brainstem technologies, our intraocular technology bypasses the neural networks that span wide arrays of neurons and electrons. And by integrating electronic feedback loops with silicon resistors, we're able to tap into the virtual environments within the brain synapses. So like people are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so you have to make it so that it's really easy to understand. And there are actually four things you want to do in your pitch. There's four topics you want to say or four points you want to hit. And they are the name of the company, like what's your company? What does the company do? What, you know, what's it actually do? Uh, what problem does it solve? And then what's the solution or what benefit does it give people? Like why should people use it? So I'm going to make one up now that right on the fly here that is easy for people to understand and it makes a lot of sense. And I'm going to pick something that everybody has already probably seen or heard to make it easier on myself. And I'm going to do something like a, a dog walking app. Okay. GoFido is a dog walking app that helps disabled or elderly people walk their dogs on a daily basis. By making the app super simple, our users will have an easy time finding the right person to walk Fido. Now I think anybody can understand what the app does. It's a very simple dog walking app for people who are disabled or elderly because maybe they can't see well or maybe they don't know how to use the phone or maybe they have impairments, right? So I'm, I'm basically saying this app has a focus on people who have issues using normal apps and people will immediately understand what the app does. It helps them walk, find people to walk their dog in their neighborhood. So that's how you want to do a pitch. You want to make it very simple, problem, solution, what the app does, and if you can do all this and my other tips, 
you're going to be on your way to be an entrepreneur. Now, of course, I can tell you another 20 tips of being an entrepreneur, but these are just some of the basics. And I think that this is a good starting point for anybody who wants to go into business. Hopefully it helps you out. If you have any feedback or suggestions, I always answer my comments. So please feel free to leave one and I'll see you in next week's episode. I hope you learned something in today's episode. If you did, please share it with your friends. If you have a business idea you'd like to pitch to me, you can do so on my website, jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap On Your Boots, available on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. I really do appreciate your support if you decide to donate via PayPal, and I hope you tune in to my next episode.